Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of B-School. I'm so glad that you're here. If you are listening to this episode the week that it comes out, Our Kickstarter is live for Instead. Instead is a card deck for people like you, maybe, who want to scroll us. If you want to learn more and support the campaign, head to taylorlease.com slash Kickstarter. Let's get into this week's episode. So many of you know, it's in the intro. I'm the founder of a company called Inner Workout. And when Inner Workout started, it was purely a practice. It's now expanded into so many other things, but it started out as a practice that blended movement and breath work and journaling and meditation. And the goal was to help people practice self-care. You've probably heard me share this definition before, but I and Inner Workout define self-care as listening within and responding in the most loving way possible. That's what I wanted Inner Workout to help people do. And I love it. Every time that I get to teach the practice myself or now that other people have been trained in it, when I get to sit and receive the practice as a participant, it's beautiful. It's this moment of pause and reflection like, wow, there is stuff that maybe I was ignoring in my physical body or emotionally or energetically, and it's this place to pause and to kind of catch up with myself. I've also found that the more that I'm steeped in the practice of inner workout, the more I approach the rest of my life differently, which is good because that's what it's meant to do. It's supposed to be this place where you can practice and then take those skills off the mat. And I notice that the way I move is different because of the work of inner workout. I move more mindfully. So in the episode title, we've got any movement can be mindful movement. And for some of you, that will be a phrase that is familiar, mindful movement. And for others of you, maybe not so much. I pulled a definition from Pilates.com. It's owned by Balanced Body, which is one of the big Pilates training companies. And they talk about mindful movement as exercise that is performed with awareness. They say it involves mental focus to train your body to move optimally through both athletic activities and everyday life. I like that. This idea of moving with awareness, that might help you if you're training for a 5K, doing something athletic, but will also change the way that you walk to the mailbox to get the mail because I don't know about you, but I'm still not going that many places. I'm walking my dog and occasionally going to the grocery store and coming here to record, and that's pretty much it. So when we talk about mindful movement, it's not just about a workout. It's certainly not something that is just in the context of trying to change your body. It's getting to know your body. It is an act of self-care and self-discovery. I've been noticing myself move more mindfully in every 
type of movement, whether or not it's an inner workout. So I've been really into cardio kickboxing lately, and it's been cool to do kickboxing and start to notice things about myself. Where is my knee feeling a little bit wobbly as I'm doing something? Where is their power coming from? What do I have to engage to really do a strong cross punch or to to hit that uppercut really well? I've also been doing a little bit more strength training or weightlifting, and I find that sometimes those almost become these breathwork practices where I'm breathing, inhaling, and exhaling as I'm doing the weight, and depending on if it's something with my arms or I'm holding weights, but I'm squatting, I am engaging. I'm thinking about the muscles that I'm using and I'm breathing. And it's this beautiful moment of like, I didn't know that movement could look like this outside of an inner workout or yoga or Pilates. And it's not that I invented something new. It's just that I started doing it with awareness. How often does that happen in our life where it's like, if you're actually present with what you're doing, if you're actually aware of what you're doing, you discover new things about it. It seems almost like it's new, even though it's the same old thing. There's actually some interesting research around this too. So for the people who like looking at research too, I'm going to link to a lit review, a meta-analysis that talks about the link between being mentally engaged, being aware of your movement as you're doing it. And what they found is that even thinking about doing an exercise can help you build strength. It won't help you build as much strength as actually doing the exercise though. But isn't that cool that just thinking about doing a wrist strengthening exercise or just thinking about doing something can physically help make your muscles stronger even if you aren't doing the exercise. So imagine what happens if you are thinking about what you're doing as you're doing it, you're getting a boost, you're getting an extra benefit and not just in building strength, even though that's what this research shows. But I would also say you're getting benefits in in being able to focus and being able to enjoy and experience the present moment. So I'm all about moving mindfully and I I'm noticing now too, I think I may have mentioned this before, I sprained my ankle in November and it's still kind of weird. I can still do most things on it, but it hasn't gone back down to its normal size. It's just slightly, slightly swollen all the time and a little bit more unstable. So I've had to be more aware, even if I'm just walking or taking a shoe off, things just feel differently than they did before. And I'm aware of that. I want to talk about a few ways that you can move more mindfully, that you can bring some awareness into your movement practice, whatever that looks like. And again, this isn't saying that you need to change your body in any way or look a certain way. I'm very much aligned with health at every size. This is just saying that you are moving through the world. (laughs) How can you be more aware? How can you be more mindful as you're doing that? One of my friends, I feel like I mention her often on the podcast because she's just so wise. Um, My friend Amelia talks about moments where she can feel her body and her mind being in the same place. It's like, man, my mind finally caught up to my body or my body finally caught up to my mind. So 
whatever movement you're doing, get your mind and body to the same place. Be all there. Think about what you're doing. And a lot of times the best instructors will encourage you to do that. They'll tell you what you're working on or what you're exploring so that you can send your awareness to that specific spot. The second thing I'll offer is to slow down if you need to. I used to be so about moving quickly in any type of exercise as if getting as many reps as possible was what made me strong or what made me quote unquote good at what I was doing. And now I'm fine with taking things a little bit more slowly, one, to make sure that I'm doing it safely, especially as I'm still getting used to this slightly weaker angle. And two, to make sure I can engage with the movement. So take things a little bit more slowly and you might even be getting a better workout. You might even be challenging yourself more by doing less reps, but being really engaged with the reps that you're doing. And then the final piece I'll share is don't compartmentalize. I mentioned that for me, I would often think, okay, well, yoga or Pilates or an inner workout, those are the spaces where I can have this mind-body connection. But if I'm just doing a HIIT workout because I want to do a HIIT workout, those rules don't apply. It's not a mind-body exercise, but it can be. That's up to you. Partly up to the instructor. And like I mentioned, good instructors will give you cues to help you make that connection. But if they're not doing that, you can still take control of the situation and say, I'm going to make this kickboxing or I'm going to make this strength class or whatever it is a mind-body exercise. I'm going to be mindful in this movement. So don't let marketing or branding or external rules decide what types of movement can or can't be mindful. You really get to decide what that is. So I'd encourage you as you are moving through your days, quite literally, to notice things. It's snowy outside in Chicago as I'm recording. I've been aware of the way my foot and my feet move on the snow and where I feel more balanced and stable and where I don't. When I'm standing in front of the microwave waiting, sometimes I'll just stand there and notice when my feet feel really supported and where they feel balanced or Am I putting weight in one hip more than I'm putting it in the other? And I just am trying to be aware of what's going on in this body that I live in. And I encourage you to do the same. Anything that you're doing can be mindful movement. All it takes is a little bit of awareness. So I encourage you to bring some awareness into your movement this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com. 